It's Tuesday. Live Tuesday nights, the first 52, Raz Radio Live from 6 to 8. Is this Raz? Yes. Sorry. This is the best you got? Someone the NSA once listed as the most dangerous hacker in America. Sure don't look like much. Angry White Guy Radio. Yeah, but he does take a different stance. You know, his point of view is different. The first part of the, like, Constitution. I love the content. Hey, it's the first 52 Raz with you. Join me, Sean Raz, Tuesday nights, 6 to 8 p.m., RazRadioLive.com, RadioFreeBlood.com. He'll be back. Mr. Burns, right, yeah. I bring the power, attack the clubs after hours. Our anthem, gonna hold your whole crew for ransom. Dispatch KMCs that throw temper tantrums. From New York to Canada, we run the Atlantic. This is rap MMA. You get tapped out, it's a takeover. Making moves while you're blacked out. You make excuses, tell them Frank threw your back out. Or come back around, and Frank will throw your back out. The rap phantom face with no opera Shock ya, Demonta Rosen, the showstopper The Bronx brother who runs with T-Dotters I'll beat you down on this beat till you need doctors Hot screaming they love us, they need vodkas We gotchas on at least three options Either way, the first round's on me So Mr. Burns, tell him who I be Around five, I'm getting out tonight on time We're gonna do this right like all night Gonna do this right the first time. Yeah, we're going out tonight. We're gonna ride or die. It's too late. All this work is slow suicide. Yeah, we're going out tonight. Hey, so tell them who you be and I tell them what you need. A club full of dimes and a whole gang of weed and deep. Hip hop and what we live is what we bleed. So raise up those bottles cause we bound to achieve. More and more be the block when we out in the VX. So listen, be the script. What tale could it be next? Been up and down the east, blazing up these beats. Empire state of mind like I'm on the city streets. Bring the heat like the south. Still moving word of mouth. I got my own label so I'm never getting shelved. Y'all know what it's about. Just have to play my part. But burn down the game if I ever get the spark. Hold it down for the heads. But look Straight ahead, all signs are go. I ain't never seeing red. This is how we move on both sides of the border. If y'all can't do the same, better get your biz in order. Round five, I'm getting out tonight on time. We're gonna do this right like all night. Yeah, we're going out tonight. We're going for a ride. It's too late. We're gonna do this right the first time. It's too late, all this work is slow suicide, yeah, we're going out tonight. 
We're gonna do this right like all night. Yeah, we're going out tonight. We're going for a ride. It's too late. We're gonna do this right the first time. Yeah, we're going out tonight. You got a like a little internet or podcasting show or something? Chocolate drop. What is the chocolate drop a show about? Chocolate drop? Drop it on us. I kind of know. I will not listen if you don't tell me what it's about. It's about uh, uh, hip-hop. Rat turd show. Politics. Man skewing. Music. Hold on. Hold on, buddy. It's every other guy that's got a podcast around here, okay? And where can people find the chocolate show that's man skewing, yes? Rat turd show. RazRadioLive.com. There you go. Okay. And when does it air, buddy? Saturdays, 1 o'clock Eastern Time. Okay. And where can people find the chocolate show? RazRadioLive.com. There you go. I wish you the best at the chocolate drop. And so basically, it's about and every other person that's not in real radio that's trying to get in radio and do a show. Rat turd show. Knock yourself out, kid. Rat turd show. The ra- <laughs> RazRadioLive.com. There you go.
There is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth. Nothing more. It is Tuesday. What is today's date? Today is uh, November 22nd, 2016. A few days before Thanksgiving. And of course, what do we do to celebrate Thanksgiving? We make sure we sound cannon and water cannon and, and, and mace and, and tear gas Native Americans protesting a pipeline going through their, their land. Huh. I love this great nation we live in. Don't you? Aren't you proud of the country you live in right now? Isn't everything so grand and awesome? I mean, it just feels so happy right now. So, so happy. Everybody is just being so nice to each other. It's all going so well. I'm so happy to be alive right now in this day and age. What other day and age would you want to live in where people are are just wonderful? And they treat you well. And they speak nicely to you. I mean, isn't this the best time you've ever lived in? Think about it. Think about how nice everybody is. If you haven't figured it out yet, I'm being a little sarcastic. I'm a little frustrated with people right now. I'm, I'm a little frustrated with our country. I'm a little frustrated 
with the human beings that, that are around me. Everybody tends to forget that one little thing. Human being. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what race you are. I don't care what religion you are. I don't care what country you come from. You're still a human being. And that still means something to me, at least. But everybody is crazy right now. I I know I talked about it last week, and I started out the show talking about how crazy everybody is right now. But it's just gotten worse. It it just gets worse and worse and worse every time I I turn around, it just seems. You know, it just seems that it's, it's constantly just not a pleasant place to be anymore. I mean, I am ready to to just pack it up and, and go live by myself with my family on an island. And I know I've said that hundreds of times, but we're really getting close to this happening. I mean, I'm not saying I'm moving out of the country. I'm not leaving the country because Trump got elected. I'm leaving the country because you all suck. That's why I want to leave the country, because you all suck. Every single one of you. Maybe myself included, too. But we are not the kind of people we should be. None of us. I don't care what side of the spectrum you're on. If you're a strunch liberal, liberal, uh, liberal if you're you're an alt-right, which we'll get into that later on, if you're oh, just a regular right-leaning guy, I, I don't really think it matters anymore. You're all fucking idiots. And again, maybe I'm just as much of an idiot. Maybe I am, but, you know, at this point in time, I am so over the way people are acting, the way people are speaking to each other, the way things are being pushed uh, to to perpetuate this, this, this ugliness. It's a continuation, and it, it's getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And I'm not blaming Trump. I'm not I'm not blaming his election. I'm not blaming this whole election process. I'm actually blaming us. The human species. That's what I'm blaming. We have put ourselves so so far to the wrong side of of what we should be as people. Forget religion. You guys know I'm not a religious man. I don't. I don't follow religion. Uh, I, I feel that's just another controlling factor. But I, I am a man with faith that that you know we as a as a species can do the right thing. I'm a man hoping that we don't speak to each other the way I'm seeing people talk to each other. I mean, it's just ugliness everywhere I look. I mean, Facebook is. It's just disgusting anymore. My balls are bigger than your balls. I'm going to kick your ass because you said that. Oh, how dare you speak to me that way? Fucking grow up, people. You know, I'm not a big guy. I'm not going to walk around kicking people's asses every time I see them. I, I don't even threaten to do that because, you know what? I'll be honest. I probably couldn't. But I'm tired of, of people just being so angry with each other. Uh, um, uh, how did we forget the basic common thing of love, of 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 just caring, of support for your fellow human being, whether you agree with them or not? Disagreeing is a great thing. Disagreeing helps 
the world continue to to move forward. And when you don't get your way, you don't get your way. It happens. You know, it's funny to to, to watch the 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 meltdown of people. I don't I don't know if I discussed the eight year difference. You know, last week uh, during the show, I, I looked at it as it's been eight years since since the Democrats have lost the White House. Or I'm sorry, wait, no, it's been 16 years. Did I do this last week? Somebody tell me. Did I did I talk about this last week? God damn knows if I can remember. I'm looking over at the blood chat room there. All right, well, nobody's saying I did, so uh, let's go ahead and let's try. <laughs> it's been 16 years since the uh, Democrats have lost the White House, since since Clinton moved on. 16 years. That's a long time. That's in a complete generational change. I mean, just think about that. The kids that were born two or three years before Clinton left office are now 18, 19, 20 years old now. They're part of this whole millennium group. They're, they're, they're whiny. They're part of the problem. They're part of this, you know, this... I was listening to a radio show today, a talk show. And they were talking about, and I don't know where it was, and I didn't even pull the story up, but they were talking about a teacher that had got in trouble because he had made a comment when teaching about slavery. And uh, I, I, the way I heard it, again, I didn't read the story. I know there was a caller that called and said it was it was different than what the, the host was saying. But basically he had said in a roundabout way that hanging one black man was like hanging them all trying to make a, a comparison. And he got in trouble for that. And they got in this discussion of, well, how do you handle it if you're in a school that, you know, there's very few uh, African-American children, black children? How do you how do you handle discussing uh, slavery? I, I went to high school. I went to elementary and high school. There were, in my elementary school, I think there was four black people out of, I don't know, 300. I had a very small school. In my, in my high school... I think we had 1,200 students, and there was maybe 15 black guys, black people, black girls, boys, whatever. And when we got into the discussion of slavery and racism, it wasn't an issue. We just discussed lynchings and, and slavery and how it all went down. So why does that have to change now? Why is that even a... A thought of how do you teach this now? You teach it the same way you taught it 30 years ago. That it happened, that it sucked, that it was wrong, and that we moved on. That's kind of how it works. You make mistakes, you move on. But it doesn't seem like we've learned. We don't. You're supposed to learn from that mistake when you make it. You're supposed to go, oops, I made this mistake. I guess I shouldn't do that anymore. Let me let me change my, my way of operations and, and ensure I don't make that mistake again. So you change your way of doing things, and, and as you move on, you make another mistake, and you go, oh, okay, well, we've got to change this way of doing it. We're going to move this way a little bit and, 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 and do something different here. That That's what happens when you make a mistake. Well, here, us, the society that we live in nowadays doesn't learn from mistakes. 
They don't they don't learn from the fact that the Gulf of Tonk- Tonkin was a true false flag event that never really happened that was used to bring us into the Vietnam War. They they know that's a fact now. It's been proven. The documents have come out. There is no question as to if that happened or not. We know it happened. So then when people uh, start going, well, wait a second, Waco, you know, there's there's a lot of questions here in Waco. And, and oh, no, the government can never do that. No, 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 the government could never do that. All right, so we move forward a little bit more, and all of a sudden, Oklahoma City. Oh, no, 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 the government couldn't do that. Even though there's all the evidence showing that there's, there's some kind of coercion going on, some kind of change of the story, some kind of cover-up. No matter what it be, there's something not right there. And we don't learn anything from that. We continue to move forward, you know, and, and the years go on. And then 9-11 happens. And we, we go, wait a second. Wait a second here. Look at, look at, we got this, 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 and then this happens. And all the evidence points to questionable uh, uh, results of the investigation. I'm not claiming to know how, what, why, when, and where, or who. But I'm willing to say there's a hell of a lot more to it than what the government wants us to believe. But we still didn't learn anything from that. We have people screaming for years and years and years about how there's this problem with electronic voting machines and, and the elections are rigged and, and, and these aren't working that way and this isn't that way. And, and was Trump's winning part of the rigging? Or was the rigging spoken about so much and so publicly that they knew they couldn't do it? Did they, did they try but they couldn't do it to a level of making it not obvious that they did something. Is that what happened? Is that, or did they rig it to make Trump win? I don't know. I'd like to know the truth to that. I honestly think that, that he had so much support and garnered so much support that no matter how hard they tried to rig it, they just couldn't do it without it being blatantly obvious. That's how they convince it. You know, that's the only reason. I hate saying this, especially after where I'm going to go later on. But that's the only reason Trump got my vote is because I believed so hard that they rig it that I, I had to vote for him just so if he didn't win, I could go, well, see, now I'm really proved. Now it's really proven to me that that uh, it's rigged. But now, did, it, did they bamboo, bamboozle me? Into, into voting for him because they wanted him to win? I mean, it seems like nothing's going to really change. We're still going to have the, the globalist and, and the warmongers and the people that we really don't want around. The, the swamp that was supposed to be getting drained is just, you know, kind of just getting uh, chemically changed a little bit. And, and it's, not, it's not even a good change. I mean, I guess if you're a, if you're a right globalist elitist it might be a good change or is it is it moving to the next uh, is it the move to the next change of power is it the move to the next change of power you know 1920s the bad time in Europe a lot of problems and a man grew out of that. 
that said he was going to fix it all. He was going to get rid of the, the people he didn't like. He was going to get rid of the people that were causing problems. And he slowly grew into power, and the people loved him. Until he started killing millions of people in concentration camps. Ever since Trump threw his his, his hat in the ring, I've, I've made that comparison. So it's not like I'm just throwing it out there now. And, you know, with that alt-right, uh, that, 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 that could be just as easy to, to grow as Hitler did. You know, now Trump goes out there and he starts, he actually does some good things. Let's just pretend for right now that he, he, he gets in there and he does do some good things. Okay. So people start standing behind him. I'm not saying he's part of it. Just pointing out how things work. So he gets in there and he makes these great changes. And and, and he makes America great again. And, and the economy starts recovering. Well, what what happens when the elitists knock on his door? The same people that knocked on Hitler's door. We need to speak. This is what you're going to do for us. Oh, you don't want to do that? Here, let me show you this video. This is what you're going to do for us. And the rise of the new Nazi party comes out of America. It's all hypothetical. It's just throwing my thoughts down. So the rise of the new Nazi party comes out of America. The world is frightened. Not like the world isn't already frightened of America. You, know, you step on our toe and we're going to you know, drop bombs all over your country. But right now it's, you know, Democrat in the office, so it doesn't matter. It's cool. So, so all right, anyway, back to my hypo- hypothetical situation. The new Nazi party rises. And maybe it's not called the Nazi party. It's whatever it gets become. The alt-right. The alt-right rises. Well, who's going who's gonna to defend that? Who's going who's gonna to protect the world? Who's going to be the ones that step up if we're the ones that have become the bad guy. Think about that. Who's the ones that are going to step up? EU army set to be agreed today, and Britain will foot the 422 million pound a year bill. The EU the EU will today ratify the creation of a contend, contended wide super army that will be up and running next year. And blame Brexit for its creation. Brussels politicians converged in the French city of Strasbourg to thrash out the plans that will cost taxpayers 420 million pounds a year. Or pounds, not pounds. They will vote on the issue to establish an EU-wide system for the coordination of rapid movement of defense force personnel across Europe later today. If agreed... Britain will not only be forced to foot the bill because it is timetabled for before the triggering of Article 50, but it will also be legally drawn into it. And bizarre, bizarre, bizarrely, the UN, EU claims to need uh, claims it needs to make a position of European Defense Minister and roll out a massive army because of Brexit. If it states, at a time when public support for the EU is being called into question in some member states, 
Defiance and security is an area where the individual and collective benefits of more Europe can be easily demonstrated, especially regarding the likely cha- uh, challenges to the EU standing as a strategic actor following Brexit. The report demands the EU bankroll the initiative and uh, with an immediate £76 million for preparatory action on EU defense research starting in 2017. Politicians in each of the 28 member states will also be forced to hand over their own defense plans and capabilities to the EU as it probes capability. Speaking last night in Strasbourg, MEP Ermis Pett said the army must become a reality without further delays. The Alliance of Liberals and Democrats for Europe uh, for Europe. Europe group members said the state of European security has grown increasingly fragile. The EU, in order to defend itself and increase security, must do more. He warned many member states were many member states were decreasing the sizes of their own armies due to cuts, while the EU, as a whole, remained over reliant on NATO and U.S. solidarity. Mr. Pate, Pet, Pete, whatever his name is, said. Tomorrow, the EU is voting on report. Uh, the EU is voting on report. My own recommendations to spend two per, uh, two percent. What to spend two percent? Why couldn't? All right. Anyway, that's bad editing. God bless it. Of each member state's uh, GDP on defiance or defense. The plans have been in the pipeline for a number of years, but have repeatedly been denied by the UK government. So do we need, does the EU need an army? Or is that army going to be built in order to take out the alt-right as it grows in the Nazi party? Again, you see where I was going with that. You see how that could be uh, maybe a little bit of a problem. Just a little bit of a problem. We've got this organization that none of us like. You know, are they going to rely on NATO? Uh, how is this going? And, and for those of you really questioning whether this is true or not, wondering if I'm just speaking crazy, there's video of them talking about it all over the EU parliament. This is something we should worry about. <laughs> this is something something we should be concerned about. Not Not ISIS, but this. This is not a good... Uh, direction to be going in. This is not something that can turn out very good for us in the long run. I mean, think about it. Is it really what you want? Is that really how you want your world to go? It's really big concern, my friend. Now think about that. We're going to take a break. I'm going to go to the bathroom. When I get back, we'll... Uh, We'll see where we spin this little sucker to. You listen to first fifty two RazRadioLive dot com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos, and Radio. Uh, why can't I get this ever? Can't get Confluence, Radio Confluence, Confluence, Confluence. Could you make it an easier like thing to say, guys? Come on now. Oh, I wasn't there. Did I get it? No, is it working? Why isn't anything working with me? Is that the right button? That's the right button, isn't it? Uh, this one's for every soldier out there fighting the fight. Everyone who sacrificed 
got this fucked up world around me What do I see? Nothing but hopeless insanity Tragedy, vanity, seeking zombies Running in circles just to please the queen bee Jumping hurdle to hurdle With the eyes of a blind man and the mouth of a mute Living here and impaired when it comes to the truth They just sit there and stare like I'm missing a tooth Like I'm missing a screw or I got something loose Man, I'm losing my mind Maybe I'm the one that's fucked up Stuck out of luck, I should've never woke up You know I'd hit self-destruct if I could swallow my pride If I go back to sleep, I'd hang myself with my tie So I'm gripping this mic and fighting this fight Exposing the darkness just to save my own life Go on and say what you like Cause I really don't give a fuck Give a fuck, give a fuck, give a fuck Now every time I come around they wanna see me fall Wanna see me crawl on my knees like so And every time I come around they wanna see me cry Wanna see me die crucified like Christ Now every time I come around they wanna see me fall Wanna see me crawl on my knees like so And every time I come around they wanna see me die Crucified like Christ seeing through sheep's eyes Every time I step up I'm taking two steps back And in fact I sing from gray to the darkest of black I won't lead you astray I'll just show you the facts But they might lead you to stress, death and heart attacks So you hate me and curse me Rave and traverse me Ignore every verse and use the chorus against me With logic perverse You grow to detest me Test me and drain me till I'm running on empty My soul drenched in darkness From fighting the heartless My tactics turn ruthless when engaging the truthless God damn my fate Becoming everything I hate Everything I hate Everything I hate Everything I hate Every time I come around they wanna see me fall Wanna see me crawl on my knees like so And every time I come around they wanna see me cry Wanna see me die crucified like Christ Now every time I come around they wanna see me fall Wanna see me crawl on my knees like so And every time I come around they wanna see me die crucified like Christ Seeing through sheep's eyes I'm staying in it to win it but I know not why Fun for a while. 
Some people have been on the ride for a long time, and they begin to question, is this real or is this just a ride? And other people have remembered, and they come back to us, and they say, hey, don't worry, don't be afraid, ever. This is just a ride. It's time for a TF-52 flashback. BVL ingredient was used as flavor, as a flavor emulsifier. Emulsifier? Emulsifier? Emulsifier, thank you. Uh, Helping to distribute Gatorade's Helping to distribute Gatorade's coloring throughout the bottle, Carter said. Now you were that- never a guest on Sesame Street, were you? No, no, no. I was on the Muppets once, though, when I was a kid. They did a they did a live uh, uh, um, a live Muppets show. Uh, they used to do them, Dave. You really? Might rem- yeah, they used to do them back in the in the eighties. Uh, do you remember it? It was actually yeah. a show on TV. Um, and it was uh, sorry to uh, derail your story, it's but not hard that's to hilarious. Which is usually how it happens. Anyway, um, where was I? So uh, now the company, uh, yeah, help uh, through color. Carter said. Now the company is swapping in another emulsifier. Oh, there's that word again. Emul- emulsifier. <laughs> that word, emulsifier. Things that mix go. things up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know this word, so I'll just make you, one up. You know, you think I know that because we use that a lot in culinary <laughs> when I was in culinary well, school. Yeah. You know, cause you, you, you emulsified stuff a lot. I think it's just because it's emulsifier. That's you still practice that technique. I think it's the marijuana. No, I don't do that no. kind of stuff. Never. Um, <laughs> with, an, uh, uh, with another emulsifier with an intimidating name, sucrose acetate. Isobor, isobi, isob. You know, if you if you want me to read these, it's really yeah, read a- that last sentence. <laughs> oh, you're gonna get yeah, some, like effed up. I don't even know where you're at. Last sentence. It's a, the last sentence. The BBO ingredient really was words. used as a flavor emulsifier, helping to distribute Gatorade's coloring throughout the bottle. Carter said. Now the company is swapping in another emulsifier with an intimidating name: sucrose acetate isobor. Isobutrate. <laughs> if you can't frickin' pronounce it, you shouldn't eat it. Yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> Bam! Is this Raz? Yes. Saras. Raz? The first 52. Saras. Raz? Live Tuesday nights. Saras. Raz? Something that you know Bubba's gonna like. Angry white guy radio. His point of view is different. It's the first 52. Angry White Guy Radio. I love the content. Hey, it's the first 52. Raz with you. The first part of the, like, Constitution. This is the best you got? Something that you know Bubba's going to like. Angry White Guy Radio. Join me, Sean Raz, Tuesday nights, 6 to 8 p.m., RazRadioLive.com, RadioFreeBlood.com. Operation Gladys! They get controlled and pigeonholed by the very same opposition I can't believe you ain't canceling your subscription You fell victim to the fraudulent two-party system They both owned by the offshore banks If you don't get on board with that, you walk the place Point blank, they neutering the men, giving them estrogen It's Nazi Germany on crack, steroids and mescaline They're pirates operating under a different law Maritime admiralty shit, brother, is getting raw School children getting put up against the wall For mandatory vaccines, which show them things against the law Ain't it a shame all the games they play? 
patriots under surveillance with some names they say. It's all controlled by blackmail and prostitution. You're about to see a real revolution. Wake up, boy, there's a light at the window. I can hear someone knocking on the door.
this is Jack Blood, your radio gun from DeadlineLive.info and the Jack Blood Show. You're listening to the first 52 with Sean Raz Radio Live. Stay bold. Forever. Yeah, forever. Everything is awesome. Don't worry. Welcome back to the first 52, RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos, Radio Confluence. I got it that time without even stuttering, my friend. We got it. Everything is awesome. <laughs> Sorry. I had to bring that up. Some guys had mentioned it over in the chat uh, chat room there. I was like, hey, why not come back in with that? Use that as the rejoin song. Make it a little fun. Have a little fun. It's a remix. Yeah. So will this next generation that's growing up on this kind of stuff, will they be different? Will our children be any different? I don't know. I've got one that's a millennium. i got one that's just growing up now. What is going to change? Is he even going to become a teen? Everything is awesome. I wonder that. I really hope he does. And not because of me. I don't, I'm not saying he's not going to become a teen because of me. I'm just saying, I hope he becomes a teen. I hope there's still a world here for him to live in. And maybe everything will be awesome then. Maybe everything will change. Maybe maybe people learn to work together. Can we make the difference? How we got here, I don't even freaking understand. It doesn't make any sense to me. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. How did we get to this point that we're in right now in in life, in world, in the world, and in just everything? That video is really weird. Some. This is some kid put this together. Somebody put this video together, and it's the Lego characters on a pencil, and they're dancing around, and right now they're being dipped in yogurt or chocolate pudding or something. I don't know. People Again, people are weird. I really don't know where where I feel, uh, if I feel that everything's going to get better or not. It's it's kind of a scary thought if you think about it. We are just really in a in a crazy crazy period of time do you think there has ever been a time in the history of this world in the history of human beings because maybe human beings didn't start here I mean, maybe this isn't where we originated maybe this we just ended up here somehow we were brought here by aliens to mine something they needed I keep hearing doors open behind me but nobody's coming in weird Anyway, yeah, just a weird thought. I always, uh, anytime I watch uh, Stargate, I almost kind of feel that that maybe that's right. Maybe that maybe we got to go to the history of human beings, not the history of this planet. Maybe Stargate is the actual truth of how we got here. You know, me and my movies. You know, I always think that movies have more to say than what they're saying. You never know. So anyway, we've been hearing a lot of. Fake news talk recently. Um, last weekend, was it last weekend or was it this weekend? No, it was this weekend. Uh, gentleman that was on our show for the for the uh, election. I'm sorry, my I, uh, my brain is just not just shut off all of a sudden. I'm I'm trying to restart it. I'm having a a little bit of an issue there getting it restarted. Uh, you remember we had Matt Major on. Uh, he's from the Bubba Army uh, Bubba Radio Network. Uh, we, he was joined us election night. He read written an article. He read the article last week. Well, that blew up, and he ended up on CNN uh, Saturday morning, where they were talking about fake news. And this conversation has been 
spinning around now for, for some time. You know, I know a few years ago we started seeing these websites popping up that would write completely fake stories. You know, parody stories is basically what they were doing. But they, they made them look good. Uh, they, they did a lot of things that, you know, they just looked like real stories. And they did a great job at confusing and tricking people. Uh, one of the ones that I got caught on, I remember, was the the uh, cop that shot the woman or, or the cop that um, he grabbed the woman. And when he grabbed the woman, she dropped her baby and, and the woman was nursing. And that's why he did that. Well, that was one of those fake stories that got me and got a lot of people because everybody wanted to be mad at cops. So that story coming out, it got circulated like crazy. So, yes, there is fake news going on. But you can't call conspiracy or alternative news reporting fake news. That's where the problem arises. Just because it doesn't go along with the, the thoughts of the mainstream media doesn't mean that it couldn't possibly be 100% accurate. When there's evidence and, and facts, you know, I, I tell you guys all the time, I don't listen to Alex Jones anymore. I barely, you know, read his articles. Every once in a while, I get pulled into one because it's on the Drudge Report or or it, it comes across my feed. Now, I'm not going to go through and, and unfriend people who still follow Alex Jones. I'm not going to completely uh, cut him out of my world. Just like I wouldn't completely cut CNN or MSNBC or any one of those out of my world completely. You have to. You have to observe what they're putting out. Maybe it's right. Maybe it's not. You never know which one to believe. Because you go to Fox, you get one story. You go to CNN, you get another story. You go to InfoWars. Well, you used to get a different story than Fox, but now it kind of seems like you're they're, 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 they're starting to run neck and neck there. You know, it's like Fox, Breitbart, um, uh, what's what's uh, what's his faces, uh, Daily Caller, and then Infowars. They, they would kind of like trickle. That would be like the trickling. If you could see me, I'm, I'm I was putting them in like a in a mountain shape to where it would roll down from one. You know, so it's it changes a little bit through each one of them, but it, it's sticking around kind of the same story. You know, if you went the other way with CNN and Salon and blah, 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 you can build the same thing on the other side. But you have to observe them all. You have to you have to just take a peek every once in a while and see what they're – you can't completely white mountain. I know people that are doing that. I know one guy, a regular guest on this station, James Woods. He's going through and he's wiping out everybody who posts an InfoWars article or, or a, a natural news article. Okay, you don't want to read that stuff. That's great. You shouldn't be removing those people that follow that because you never know when when one of those articles might actually be something important. You know, I, I used to trust both of them. I, I've backed off a little bit because they're both trying to make money now. That, that's all I feel from either one of them. And, you know, sometimes they make some outland, especially natural news. They've 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 used that, uh, and I know what they're doing. They're using the the sensational headline to get your attention so you read, and it's not really that. It's like there was once, uh, there was one about chemtrails once that they had put out a few years ago, and I, I it drew me to it, but it really didn't prove chemtrails. It was talking about coal ash, which, I mean, we know they're they're putting shit in food and water and, and the air that it doesn't belong there, and they're doing it in, 
uh, covert matter. You know, a little bit of pollution here, a little bit of pollution there. And they want us to cut back so we're not polluting too much, even though we're not really the ones doing it. But that's a whole other story in itself, isn't it? Make no mistake, a concerted effort by the mainstream corporate media is underway to undermine those who express peaceful dissident. A seemingly blatant attempt to discredit the alternative media by lumping independent publishers into a contrived category of fake news has begun. Do not misunderstand this warning as a denial that fake news sites exist to intentionally mislead the public into believing a false narrative. There is certainly no shortage of news websites that promote racism, disinformation, and general ignorance. However, whose job is it to filter through this sea of disinfo? Certainly not the disinformation agents in the mainstream media, the right, right? No, not the right. That was like right question. Well, that is exactly what is happening. Just because sites like CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, Washington Post, Huffington Post, and the like use short titles that appear harmless on the surface does not mean that they are not filled with propaganda, pushing racism, disinformation, and ignorance. Now, as we know, it has been ruled that, that the government is allowed to use news media to, to propagate propaganda. Keep that in mind. <clears throat> oh, i got to take a sip of my, my beer here because I'm kind of a little dry there. Ah, much better. Uh, Case in point, this week, multiple mainstream media sources across the web began reporting on a list of fake news sites. New York Mag, L.A. Times, The Independent, Business Insider, and others all ran with similar contrived headlines of how this list will help you combat fake news. Now for the kicker. Not one of these websites provide a single example of any of the sites on this list reporting anything fake. All they did was promote disinformation, i.e. fake news, by claiming, without researching, that all the sites on the list are fake because a college professor put it together. Don't get us wrong. We've read the list, and some of the sites listed on it are utter rubbish and not to be trusted, even large ones. Also, we are on the list, and this was uh, the Free uh, Free Thought Project that wrote this. However, the fact that the... that the Free Thought Project is on the list is no secret as it it is several years old and we've worn it as a badge of honor since we first made were, for, were first made aware of it. If we were ruffling feathers and being accused without merit of being false, then we would be doing it wrong. The truth hurts and oftentimes the truth makes those who express it furious and so they take action. Ironically enough, the author of the list admits she gets her information from sites on the list. Uh, This is a quote from her, a little segment out of her. Some people are asking which news sources I trust, and all I can say is that I've read, watched, listened very widely from mainstream corporate and corporate-owned sources, the New York Times, the Washington Post, the Boston Globe, the Wall Street Journal, and Forbes as well as the Atlantic, National Public Radio, and various local alternative sources with different uh, political perspectives, some of which are are included on the list. That's a quote from the the lady that put the list together. (laughs) So she put a list together of fake news sites of sites she goes to. The idiocy that floats around us. 
No one here is going to make the claim that the Free Thought Project does not spice up its headlines to break through the mainstream media's grip on information. However, being a being good at promoting information does not make an outfit fi- outfit fake. In a world where six mega corporations own ninety percent of all media consumed in America, breaking through the establishment narrative is not an easy task. That ninety percent is allowed to assert, promote, back up, and perpetuate information that is self-serving, status quo promoting, and oftentimes false, without anyone putting them in check. The ten- this tendency of the mainstream corporate media to perpetuate the two-party system and only call out corruption when it fits the par- uh, partisan agenda has f- facilitated the rise in peaceful, rebellious politics apolitical sites like the Free Thought Project, whose stated mission is to promote peace and liberty. The difference between sites like ours and the mainstream is that we don't pretend to be bipartisan and don't deny being subjective. In fact, we go out of our way to make the agenda clear right off the bat, as this helps to understand the information that we are presenting. So that's a great point I want really thought I made, but I didn't. Um, You're going to pick a site that's going to push towards what you believe. I mean, that's just, you know, nature, natural. It's just what we're going to do. We want to be around people. And that goes to what I was saying about, um, you know, not not blocking all these other ones out. You still want to have input or, or I, I feel like Johnny Five, input. You still want to have input from these other, you know, situations. You just don't want to follow them. You don't want to believe them. Just like they don't want to believe yours. That's just the way it works. It's, it's the world we live in now. So why is it happening? What's going on here? The funny part about this entire fake news debacle is that no one cared about it until the most corrupt and criminal establishment candidate in history, Hillary Clinton, lost because of a grassroots movement to expose her connections to the unscrupulous elite that was a big word for me to actually get not very clean but i got it while cnn was telling its viewers that wikileaks uh, wikileaks emails were illegal to read those of us in the alternative media scoured thousands of pages of emails to expose the presidential candidates crimes even wikileaks got pulled into the partisan machine and those who exposed the dirt on clinton were labeled as pro-trump and alt-right as a means of discrediting them However, because we exposed all the corruption, not just right or left, this discreditation, this discrediting did not work. Now, the establishment has seen the power of the alternative media and its ability to interject questions into the mainstream narrative, and they are acting on it by attacking so-called fake news. So this is another thing where I wonder if Trump has, has helped us, you know, in our little our little fight for freedom you know i i still don't i still don't know what to believe on it man i really it's really hard for me to for me to determine if if he's real or not the people he's surrounding himself with are exactly what ron paul uh, was warning against last week exactly the kind of people that you know he really shouldn't be surrounding himself with it's the exact people that he said he wasn't going to. You know, we, we, we he was supposed to drain the swamp. Remember? I don't know. 
And it's hard not to talk about. Them. I don't want to talk about it. I, I really don't. I still have a whole three or four tabs of, of, of Trump election crap to cover. I mean, hopefully we can just get into the flow of, you know, the butt fucking and, and just, you know, life will move on. So I skipped through some of that other story. Uh, now for the irony. As the mainstream corporate media calls for silencing those sites who put out fake news because they share conspiracy theories and half-truths, they are missing and making the entire point. Has anyone has anyone shown any proof that fake news come, uh, cost Clinton the election? Has anyone come forward and said, I changed my vote because I read lies on the Internet? Now, let's be honest, who's going to come forward and say that? Nobody's going to say that, but that's okay. <clears throat> While it is undeniable that people will consume and spread false news and unproven conspiracy theories, the very idea that the mainstream media is attempting to silence the fake news conspiracy theorists with their very own fake news conspiracy theory would be the ultimate comedic act if it was, wasn't was so dangerous. The bottom line is that while some of those sites on the list are disseminating fake news, many of them are not. However, those that are not fake are spreading information that the establishment does not like and does not want its citizens discussing. Instead of simply allowing and trusting in people to use their own judgment when it comes to consuming information online, the establishment is treating us like idiots who are incapable of making their own decisions. Now, oh, they, they go to it. I didn't read this far. And I was just I was just going to say this. Uh, let me finish here. Okay. The good news is that in reading the comments on all of these mainstream sources who are putting out this, this list, we can clearly, clearly see that the people are not buying it. Nearly every post is overrun with comments exposing their hypocrisy. However, it seems that Orwell's prophet, prophetic, prolific ministry of truth is finally coming to fruition. Indeed, the status quo's reaction to their candidate's loss has pro, uh, pro, uh, provoked a response of which even Stalin would be proud of. Even Stalin would be proud of. Think about that little uh, allegory I put together at the beginning of the show. Allegory, is that the proper, the proper word I was thinking of? Eh, I hope so. Sounded good to me. I mean, it was a big word. I like to use big words every once in a while. Just every once in a while, not too often. All right, let's see here. <sighs> what do we want to talk about next? Some climate change. Oh, no, let's let's do. I didn't open up this. I wish I would have opened up this article. I, I had there was an article about a uh, a, a measles outbreak or a mumps outbreak, one of the two. And uh, it was funny because I got no debate. You know me, I get in debates every once in a while. I get in debates with people about you know what's going on, what's being said. And I posted this 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 article about this this measles outbreak. And I always I always post these. I've got reasoning for posting them. I don't just post them because I you know feel like it. I post them because nine times out of ten, nine times out of ten, there is no anti-vaccine connection. You know, they, they always try to talk about the low vaccine rate, but they never talk, you know, they never really ever tell you how many of these people that have these outbreaks or that are part of these outbreaks are vaccinated. 
or aren't vaccinated, which would lead me to believe that most of them are vaccinated because if they weren't vaccinated, they'd be, you know, screaming from the rooftops that, you know, the anti-vaccine community is is just causing this disease, which they're still screaming from the rooftops, but they can't prove it. There's no connection. There's no or very minimal of the, let's say, you know, 30 people. It's like two are, are not vaccinated. Hmm. Got to think about that. So this uh, this one across my feed, it's uh, from Vaxed News. Uh, you guys might want to follow that. It's Vaxed News, V-A-X-X-E-D on Facebook. Uh, it seems like they're uh, putting out some great stuff. And it's it's part of the Vaxed um, movie. So, you know, definitely check it out. But this was a, 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 a um, an interview that, that I saw that I really enjoyed. So we'll play that for Here, you. Here's one thing, Jenny. And you know I've got an open mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but... You know, back in, in 1983, back in, in the 90s, you know, we did have ch- children dying every week of meningitis. And, and uh, you know, I remember doing rounds with my dad, and almost, almost every day he'd need to go to the hospital and, and take care of a child that had some sort of vaccine-preventable illness. And, you know, with the increase of vaccines, we've seen a huge decline in some of the really nasty things that I don't that I'm so glad I don't have to deal with. You know, epiglottitis, meningitis, you know, a lot of pneumonias. You know, kids just aren't dying of that sort of stuff anymore. And, and, and as a pediatrician, that's the last thing I want to see is for people to stop vaccinating because we'll, we'll start seeing kids die of polio okay, again. Okay, let me tell you this. We do not need that many vaccines that we need. The chicken pox, I think, can be a parent's choice. The rotavirus, the flu shot, it still contains mercury. JB, hepatitis B, go ahead. Wait, know, sure. the, the devil is always in the details. And one of the problems with vaccines is they've been so great that people overly generalize about them as if they're only great. We looked at other first world countries. We're 34th in under five mortality behind such luminaries as Cuba and Slovenia. However, we have 36 vaccines. The top five, which include countries like Finland, Norway, Iceland, average 11 and 13 vaccines. From 1994, we added eight vaccines to our schedule. There are vaccines like flu, rotavirus, varicella that have only been picked up by two or three of the other 30 countries. So what do they know that we don't? Why aren't they picking up vaccines that have been around for 15 years? And why are their autism rates one in 1,000, one in 1,500, one in 2,000. It doesn't take a brain surgeon or an ER doctor to figure out there might be a correlation. We don't want to narrow, be too narrow-minded and say it's, it's only the vaccines and, 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 not, and, and ignore other potential problems. In my opinion, and this is just me wanting to have an open debate about this, vaccines are really the one thing we have looked at yeah, as no, causing autism. Yeah, I agree is, with that you. is what completely yeah. bogus. No, that is such a bogus the, statement. How many vaccines have they looked at in these studies? How many? What's the answer? It's two. How many ingredients have they studied of 35? What's the answer? It's one. You've looked at two of 36 shots and one of 35 vaccines, and you're going to stand on the stage and say that vaccines and autism are unrelated. It is the most bogus tobacco science. It's a smokescreen. Anybody who takes the time to read it would agree. I'm so sick of doctors who don't read the studies, who don't know the details, sitting here telling parents and reassuring them that vaccines don't cause autism. It is irresponsible. And this is the biggest problem and the reason that, that doctors in this country are frustrated. Read the because, science. Listen, all you're doing 
is you're antagonizing a medical community that wants to help these kids. You haven't okay? done the research. You're antagonizing me. You're antagonizing Dr. Sears. Right. Why would you do that? This yeah, show is all about his son. Sounds okay. like he wants to cry, yeah, doesn't it? it? Okay, everyone wants to blame someone, right? Yes. This is what it's what we're trying to figure out here is how to help kids. But all you do when you yell at me on my stage, all you do is anger me. I'm sorry, and I make the feelings, me but you didn't deal. know the I details. I asked you to defend your stance, and all you did was attack me as an individual. Why would I want to listen to you when you do that to me? Because Instead, I want to listen to Dr. Jerry here, who will rationally walk through why they're removing certain things from foods that could be causing problems, why we're removing environmental toxins that could be causing autism. You know, I, I want to help these kids live better lives just like everyone else. I don't understand why we all have to argue so much with one another because when you attack, all you do is create frustration. Well, let's see here. You're a doctor that's got a TV show that hasn't read the, the study. Uh, you're being attacked because you want to know why and how, you know, what's being missed. And he's saying, well, you're not reading. That's part of he's not attacking. I don't think that was an attack on him at all. He's telling him you need to read the study. You have to know what you're talking about before you reassure these people. If you haven't read the information and you're just going to go with the one side, again, this goes back to the the, the two sides, to having, excuse me, having information from both sides. You have to look at both sides, whether you, you – I hated, and I'm sure a lot of you have heard this story before, I hated 9-11 truth. Oh, God, Trump's in frickin' Palm Beach County. Ugh. Come to Florida for Thanksgiving. I hated 9-11 truth. Hated it. I hated anybody associated with it. I hated anybody that would speak out against this government that, that I love so much. The government that I served in the military. The government that, that allowed me to be an EMT and help people in my community. The government that gave me schooling. I couldn't believe that these idiots would say that George W. Bush was responsible for 9-11. I couldn't believe it. No, there's no way. Get out of here. You're an idiot. And now I'm that idiot because I finally looked at the information on the other side. When you refuse to to look at the information on the other side and do nothing but belittle the other side, well, then you're not doing anything to help. You're the problem. You're the one holding back progress, holding back you know, the way it should be, the way it could be, the better ways of things being done. Just frustrating, my friends. It's very frustrating because you know, I've never been the crazy guy. I, I haven't been the crazy guy for a long, long time. Now I think I'm the only sane guy out there anymore. I mean, it really honestly feels that way. Who is left sane out there anymore? Look at my crayon. Hold on. What am I supposed to say? What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> What's your name again? John Reyes. Four Toad and Lexi. Oh, I meant Four Toad. Sure. Oh, Four Dave. Dave. <laughs> hey, it's always great to be on the first fifty-two with Sean Reyes, Four Toad, and Lexi. You know, I don't, that sounds like shit. What am I? Give me a script here. Come on, I can't do this. You're putting me on, under pressure. Bob, don't worry about it here. And uh, Doctor Bob. Doctor Bob. Yeah. Doctor Bob Tuscan. It's Bob Tuscan, and you're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio with my buddies Sean Raz and Lexi Raz and that guy Forto. 
Being a cat can be damn tedious. People dangling bells and bits of string in your face all the time. Just be a dog. Run around, catch frisbees, pee on a fire hydrant. Life's more rewarding, and you get access to lots of treats. Catch Salty Talk Mondays and Wednesdays, and every Friday for Salty's weekend warm-up. 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Add a little salt to your life, and be more dog. Started out cool, just wasting time Partying on the weekends behind neon signs Throwing darts, playing pong, and hustling pool games Dancing as the jukebox DJ at a band played our favorite songs Then I'd wake up in the morning on my neighbor's lawn And notice you'd be gone I searched for you in the bottom of a bottle Cause of you I lost my job down to my last few dollars So you're hard to swallow, pun intended I guess I love the taste from you since the beginning Many times I tried to end it but I just couldn't give up Upon the title to my pickup hoping you picked me up But you let me down like you always did I finally asked for help from my family and friends You cause a lot of pain, grief and mayhem I'm 11 steps away in a 12 step program Every time I pass them neon signs, it takes me back and you cross my mind thinking I don't know how long I'll make it out here on my own Cause I've been gone for way too long from the comfort of your arms And I don't know that I'll ever feel the way you made me feel now that you're gone Well I'm Melanie got married to a man that hits her. Stephanie turns triple. Angie became an addict. Turns tricks in the alley to support her habits. Ain't got nothing on Sally. Sally's got five kids. Five baby daddies. She's tatted to her eyelids. Can't tell her what high is, what a meth lab fire is. She blew a whole house up and lost all five kids. Three to the state and two to the morgue. Patricia became a preacher, gave a light to the Lord. But she still don't approve of my bad ways. Never forgive me for the music or the things I say. Guess it's apparent she ain't following Jesus. Jesus never judged a priest of false as they teach us. How they expect to reach us with the life they live in. You only find them in the beaches when they team is winning. Meanwhile, we stay believers when evil defeats us. Left to find a way home all on our own. Singing, I don't know how long I'll make it. Out here on my own, cause I've been gone for way too long From the comfort of your arms And I moved on since you walked out And I get up when I fall down on my own I'll make it on my own Sometimes it gets tough And I just wanna give up But I just do the best I can just take what I'm given and keep on living, cause that's the measure of a man. I don't know how long I'll make it out here on my own, cause I've been gone for way too long from the comfort of your arms, and I don't know that I'll ever feel the way you make me feel. I'll make it on my own Cause I moved on since you walked out 
to the first 52 with Sean Rass on Rass Radio. Believe almost all of what you hear, but be skeptical. All right, guys, welcome back to the first 52, RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos, and Radio Confluence. Uh, I hope you had a good break. I want to thank, uh, of course, anytime I play something from Bubba and the Boys, I'd like to make sure I, I give my thanks to them for putting it together. It was a great Ned song. It's a little comedy thing. You know, I like to do comedy bits, a little parody here or there instead of the comedy bits. Just trying to bring you something new to the show. So I see that, uh, I, I see that, that Trump is here in Florida for vacation, for for. For Thanksgiving. That's good. I mean, he deserves to have time for Thanksgiving. And I hope he realizes that should be pretty much his his last vacation. I hope he doesn't plan on, on doing a an Obama. I hope he doesn't do an Obama. 
Sorry, that got my attention there. Every once in a while. I'm, I'm getting a little weird, if you can't tell. Yeah, you know, I'm glad you guys brought that up over there. Uh, I don't, I, I'm going to have to get Jack on to promote it. Maybe he, hopefully he'll come on. It's really hard to get him to come on a, a show anymore. Uh, but he is starting up a new information site, a new blog. Uh, uh, he's going to do a lot more writing. Uh, I, I think it was supposed to start today, if I'm not mistaken. So I'll reach out to Jack and, uh, let me see here. Where are we at here? This is Thanksgiving weekend. Next week I'm going to a wedding. I'll be getting back in the town late Monday. I won't have a lot of time to do any prep, so I don't plan on doing a show next, not next Tuesday. I'll be here next Tuesday. The following Tuesday, the, uh, uh, what's that? That'll be the 6th, I think, if I'm not mistaken. I will not be here. I'm going to put that up out right now. I'll be here next week. I didn't even want to be here tonight. Like, I, I didn't plan on doing a show tonight. To be 100% honest with all you guys listening, I, I didn't want to, I, I just didn't want to. I, I don't know why. Just a lot going on. I don't know if you guys remember my meltdown a few. I don't know if you remember my meltdown a few weeks ago about my son back in August, and that got a little worse. So it's, I've been dealing with that in the background, and I, I don't want to discuss it. Uh, that's why I haven't really brought it up until tonight. Uh, but it's it's just one of those things that uh, it went from bad to worse. Let's let's just leave it at that. Uh, big farmers won again. Oh wait wait, I see it here. Uh, swagger. Did you get me here? I think you did. Let me see. I'll give you guys the website here because it looks like uh, looks like Swag just uh, posted it up. Let's see here. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't listened to Tone Loke forever. I love Tone Loke. That was like one of my favorite rappers back in the like the early '90s. He was literally my favorite rapper. Him and uh, who did the fastest rap in the world? What was that dude? Who was that? Um, well, let's hear. Losing control. Losing control. It's uh, Jack Blood Five. Dot. Wixsite. Dot com. Jack Blood Five. Dot. Wixsite. Dot com. Since he's going to be doing a blog, hopefully I can get him to give me at least, you know, maybe five minutes to come talk about it, Jack. I mean, come on, Jack. I mean, I do a show on your 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 Mixler channel. I mean, you could come talk about your new blog site, can't you? Come on. Scratch my back, Jack. Woo. Scratch my back, Jack. Bring it on. Jackblood5.wixsite.com. Gotcha, baby. Yeah, a little higher, Jack. Yeah, so I'm going to reach out to Jack Blood. I'll try to get him on. Maybe next week we can get him on and we can discuss his new site and see what's going on. Scratch my back, Jack. Whoo, yeah. <laughs> see, I get weird every once in a while, especially as we're, we're wrapping up the show, a show I, I didn't want to do. Thank you, Swag, by the way. Uh, a show I didn't want to do, uh, but I... I I just couldn't not. I had to. You know, it just had to be done. I couldn't walk away. I, I, I got mad. I, that's why I said when I tweeted out the one time, I was like, I'm not sure which way this is going to go. I'm not really sure how I'm how I'm feeling it, how I'm feeling it. But I, I think, you know, it, it came around. I, I had some serious in the beginning. You know, we, we got through some things that we had to get through. Now we're going to try to have a little fun, but, you know, it's me. It's, it's not going to happen. Um, well, let me go through back what I was scanning here as I was in, cause in the break, I scanned through my tabs and I go, ah, what do I want to talk about? And then when I get back in and I start my monologue, 
you know, the rejoin monologue where I go off my little tangents like that. I forget what I was going to talk about. Oh, I remember what I was going to talk about now. Imagine that. I wonder why I forgot about what I was going to talk about. I mean, there couldn't be anything that would make me forget about what I was going to talk about. I mean, Jesus, you think I'd pay better attention to what I was going to talk about. Colorado was one of the leading states that started the movement to suggest that marijuana is not dangerous. And we're going to find it, in my opinion, ripple throughout the entire American citizenry, and we're going to see more marijuana use, and it's not going to be good. We're going to see more other drug use, illegal drug use. I'm willing to bet that the marijuana use is going to be really good, you know, because the weed has gotten a lot better, just wanted to say. Use also. Which is and no, we're not. They've been screaming. Hey, wait, wait. You know, I got to back that up. More I, other drug I, use illegal. Be good. Up. We're going to see more other drug use illegal drug use also. All right. So since the beginning of the war on drugs in what was it seventy? When, when did Nixon really declare the beginning of the war on drugs? I think it was seventy eight, seventy six, somewhere around there. I, I don't remember exactly when the when the official declaration of the war on drugs happened. But usually when you fight a war, usually when you fight a war, you fight it to win it. And, and the U.S. did that for years and years and years and years and years and years. We, we won every war up until Vietnam. Then we start these little side wars. Little side wars. The war on drugs, the, the war on poverty, the war on... Uh, on slavery or uh, the war on racism or whatever war it is where so well, the war on 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 I don't know you get my point every war we start we lose so this war on drugs has been done nothing but put money in the pockets of people that need to have the money that the people that don't need to have it in them which is damaging I mean we need grown-ups in charge in Washington to say marijuana is not the kind of thing that ought to be legalized it ought not to be uh Actually, somebody remind me to pull that. <coughs> Sorry, I was. I was <coughs> somebody remind me to pull that. What, what do I want to pull? Marijuana is not the kind Hold of on. thing that ought to be legalized. It ought not to be uh, uh, minimized. That it's in fact a very real danger. No, uh, marijuana is not the kind. Also, which is damaging. It's hold not on. going to be good. We're going to see more other drug use. Here it is. All right, here it is. Use, Listen. Also. Which is damaging. Here it comes. I mean, we need grown-ups in charge in Washington. Right there. That's the drop I need. We need grown-ups in charge in Washington. When are we going to get grown-ups in charge in Washington? Have we? When was the last time we had grown-ups in charge in Washington? Yes, this is Jeff Sessions. Jeff Sessions speaking on marijuana. and. I mean, we need grown-ups in charge in Washington... I mean, we need grown-ups in charge in Washington. I mean, we need grown-ups in charge in Washington to say marijuana. I bet you that guy never said anything more important, uh, more prolific, more profound, more right in his life. Right here. We need grown-ups in charge in Washington. I mean, we need grown-ups in charge in Washington. The most prolific statement he has ever made. not the kind of thing that ought to be legalized. It ought not to be uh, uh, minimized, that it's in fact a very real danger. Uh, you can see the accidents, traffic deaths related to marijuana jumped uh, 20%. Uh, okay, how about all the people that have, have caused accidents on, um, I don't know, Percocets? 
or maybe Ambien because they were Am, uh, Ambien driving, sleep driving, or or uh, Zannies, or should I continue? These are the kind of things that we're going to see throughout the country, and you'll see cocaine and heroin uh, increase more than it would have. Let me tell you something about heroin, all right? Let, 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 fucking you douchebag. You want to try to say it's going to that weed is going to increase the use of heroin in this country. Why don't you fucking pay attention to what's going on in the world? Why don't you pay attention to what's going on in Maine where they're, they're getting people off of heroin and off of prescription pills by using marijuana? Why don't you look at the, the rate of young men in this country that go from being addicted to prescription pills to using things like heroin, not because of weed, because of prescription pills, you fuck. I think had we not talked about it, that the creating of knowledge that these, this drug is dangerous, you cannot play with it, it's not funny, it's not something to laugh about, and, and trying to send that message with clarity that good people don't smoke marijuana. This could be your attorney general of this country. Most people don't realize that... Uh, there's there's a big history with him. All right, I thought we were. I'm sorry, I that I, I didn't watch that whole thing, and and the the heroin thing kind of set me off. Uh, obviously, anyway, with half a brain could probably put two and two together and figure out why. We don't need people that are going to continue to push away something that is very harmless, that isn't destroying lives. And doesn't need to. Well, it is destroying lives because it's illegal. And again, let's decriminalize all drugs. You're not going to see an increased use of them. Just look at Amsterdam. It's a proven fact that 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 the use by younger kids even goes down when it's just there, and you can do it whenever you want. Let let humanity make its choices. Let people do what they want to do with their lives. That's what America is about. You guys are supposed to be making America great again, then make it what it should be. Free and independent. Not held down by people who want to make decisions because they're scared people make bad decisions. Why why is that so hard to understand? Do what you said you were going to do. Don't bring these douchebags around that are going to make things worse. They're going to continue to push us right to the, the scenario I laid out in the beginning of the show. You want to control... 1984. The movie 1984 is not far off of what they want to put together. I know we always refer to uh, idiocracy, and that's because... We just want to think that it's just going to be stupid and funny. But it's not going to be stupid and funny. It's going to be 19-fucking-84. It's going to be the Hunger Games. It's going to be the elite, powerful, living in a happy place while the rest of us live like shit. I don't want to live like shit. I don't want you to live like shit. And I damn well, I damn well don't want to live in what I'm seeing 
growing here now. And I'm not playing. I'm, uh, don't worry. That, that's not a. Don't you don't have to call and baker rack me. Uh, I'm okay. I'm not going to go kill, commit suicide, or kill my family or anything. It's just so frustrating anymore. I, I hope. I hope passion hits inside of other people, not just me. I, I hope there are people out there feeling passion and understanding that that there's trouble ahead, understanding that there's more to. I want everybody listening right now, and there's a good amount listening right now. I want every single one of you to take the time in the next month or two and watch a documentary called JFK to 9-11. Are they 100% right? No, of course not. Is it one of the, what I believe to be one of the most accurate layouts of what's going on and how it all was developed? I think so. I think that it's a very good documentary. I think they they put a lot of facts, a lot of information. I held that burp in that time, <laughs> um, and I, and it's just it, I, I, you need to watch it. And it's three. I think it's like three hours and fifteen minutes or something. It's not a short documentary, but it's well, well, well worth watching. And. I think if you watch that and understand how they use different things. Listen, I'm not saying the Nazi party is emerging. That's not what I'm saying. But it's going to be, as they're calling it now, the alt-right. There's going to be a whole new thing emerging out of all this. There's going to be something just as ugly and just as bad. And I don't know. My guess is the, the, the Muslim population is going to be a lot of the target. I think there'll be some other groups that are targeted. But this is resurging, and, and it's going to be resurging in a different way. And again, I want you to, if you watch that documentary, you'll understand more of where I'm coming from. If you've seen that documentary, I hope you can understand where I'm coming from, where my thoughts are on this. And me living where I live, other than the fact that I scream this over this microphone, might be my biggest concern where I live, because, you know, I do live right off of Boca Grande, where all the elite vacation, where they all have their nice, beautiful houses, they don't want to destroy this area. I live in an area where that, that, that will probably uh, uh, be, uh, you know, a little, have, a, I'm hoping at least, maybe that's just false hope, I don't know. Just something we all have to keep in mind, my friends. Just something we have to keep in mind. We have to be concerned. We have to worry about this. This guy, Sessions, just the people, this is what I was saying about Trump, the, the people Trump's surrounding himself with. I could actually probably deal with Trump for the most part. I, I think I, I think for, for the most part, he could be talked down from a war. He could be, um, you know, he, he could, you could talk to him. But the people that he's bringing around him are all people that have been part of the problem. The Giuliani, really? We got that douchebag back in the, in the system now? Christie, if they bring fucking fat Christie in, Krispy Kreme donut there, 
and and put him into any of this shit. That's just going to, oh, my God, that's going to be seal the deal for me. You know, why can't he bring somebody like a Ron Paul or or, or even I, I'd rather see a Rand Paul or uh, I don't know. How about uh, um, I don't know, anybody other than who he's picking? You can't change the system if you're bringing people that have been in the system all this time with you. I mean, it just doesn't work. <laughs> this is not how it goes down. What are you thinking? Let's not even forget the fact that everything he told us he was going to do, everything he told everybody he was going to do, and it's only been two weeks now, and he hasn't even got there yet, so we don't know what he's going to do. He could he could be have the perfect poker face is what he's doing right now, and he's playing the game exactly like we should. I'm not going to prosecute Clinton. I'm not going to build the wall. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. Don't worry. Until he's in power. He's seeing the backlashes, you know. Hey, let's let's just look at something here for a second. Let's just let's just look at something for a second. Well, in at least 12 cities across the country, protests are taking place, including here in Atlanta, over the election of Donald Trump. Thousands of people in New York, Portland, Chicago, L.A., and again here in Atlanta, saying that because Trump lost the popular vote, he is an illegitimate president. But reality check, we don't elect presidents by popular vote. We do it through the Electoral College. And that might actually be bad news for Donald Trump if the Electoral College chooses to block him from becoming the 45th president of the United States. Can they do it? Well, yes. And right now, an effort is underway not to elect Trump. But to understand that, you have to understand how the Electoral College works. This is a reality check you won't see anywhere else. Well, last week's election left 120 million Americans feeling one way or the other, either delighted that Donald Trump won the election or furious and heartbroken. Now, part of the frustration is over the fact that Trump lost the popular vote. At last count, Hillary Clinton received at least 600,000 more votes than Trump, and that number could be much higher as about 4 million votes in California are still being counted. But that doesn't matter because Trump won the Electoral College by winning 290 electoral votes compared to Clinton's 228. In order to become president, you have to get 270 electoral votes, and Trump got them. Well, actually, he didn't get them yet. See, the Electoral College is more than just a map and numbers. When you go to vote for president, you think you're voting for a candidate, but you're not. You're actually voting for electors in every state, members of the Electoral College. Now, here's something you may not know. In 21 states in the country, including right here in Georgia, these electors are not required to vote for the candidate who won the popular vote in their state. It doesn't happen often. But on occasion, Electoral College members will cast a vote for someone other than the candidate who won the election in their state. These are called faithless electors. The most recent was in 2004, when a faithless elector defected, and instead of casting their vote for John Kerry, they instead cast their vote for his running mate, John Edwards. It was only symbolic, though, because George W. Bush had the votes needed to become president. And faithless electors have a constitutional right to vote however they choose. Under the Constitution, Article 2, Section 1, electors have a right to vote as he or she choose in the Electoral College. Now, I tell you all of that because right now there is an effort underway to convince the Electoral College to choose a different president than Donald Trump on the 19th of December. Last week, I was contacted by one of the electors from Colorado, Michael Baca. Michael explains that he and other electors are putting into action an effort to persuade Republican electors to defect from Donald Trump and to choose a compromise candidate. 
Because right now, Clinton has 268 electors and Trump has 290, Baca is hoping to convince at least 21 electors to vote for a compromise candidate, Ohio Governor John Kasich. Baca believes that Kasich, who's still a Republican, a conservative, and is largely seen as a reasonable man, would be someone that most Americans would support. Now, for this all to work, all of Clinton's electors would have to vote for Kasich, and 21 Republican electors would have to cross over. Furthermore, if Baca could convince all of 18 Ohio electors to support their own governor, then in fact he'd only need three other electors from around the country to switch their vote. All right, so what you need to know here is that, number one, the likelihood of this happening is not great. It's never happened before. Number two, if it's going to happen, it could happen now, considering that nearly half of registered voters did not vote in this election. And number three, while many people would not like the outcome, it is actually a completely legal process in our American system. But why is that? Well, in the Federalist Papers, Alexander Hamilton actually explains why electors in the Electoral College have this power. He writes this, quote, Talents for low intrigue and the little arts of popularity may alone suffice to elevate a man to the first honors in a single state, but it will require other talents and a different kind of merit to establish him in the esteem and the confidence of the whole union. He goes on to say, a small number of persons selected by their fellow citizens from the general mass will most likely be the most likely to possess the information and the discernment requisite to such complicated investigations. In other words, in plain English, the point of the Electoral College is not to actually override the will of the popular vote. It's to protect against a candidate who manages to get enough votes to take office and yet would not be good for the nation. Hey, hold on. I didn't create the Electoral College. The founders did. The question for electors in 2016, who, by the way, are using the hashtag Hamilton electors, well, the question for them is how will they use this power with which they have been legally and constitutionally vested? That's Reality Check. Let's talk about that on Twitter. So many things to think about as you listen to that, but it, it goes to tell you there might be the ability. Oh, I got to turn my headphones back. I had to turn them down. They're killing my ears. There might be the ability that maybe I was right and Jack was right the whole time, and they flip us over to to, to Jeb Bush. This is the things we have to watch for. Now, this whole alt right scenario. I want to touch that real fast because I know it's almost the end of the show here. I know Trump's come out and condemned it. Uh, I know that I put my scenario together in the beginning of the show here. All of those of you who have been listening the whole time, you understand what that scenario was. I think some of you even kind of went, wow, you know what? Uh, that's that, that that's really what what might happen. That might be what's going on. Maybe that is what's being developed. The new Nazi party, the new the new regime is is rising. I don't know. He's denying it. I've got a little clip from uh, CNN, obviously. I, I don't want to play the everything else I looked at really didn't put it together good enough. Uh, so let's go through that. And then I wrote at the beginning of my show, I wrote five letter, uh, five words down. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, five words. And let's see if we've touched every one of the and I honestly think we've touched every one of these words. So we'll look at that in a second. Hail Trump. Hail our people. Hail victory. This rally happened just down the street from the White House. Or perhaps we should refer to them in the original German, Lugenpresse. Celebrating Donald Trump's victory, the rhetoric, an unmistakable marriage of neo-Nazi hate and Donald Trump's campaign slogan. For us as Europeans, 
It is only normal again when we are great again. At the podium is Richard Spencer, founder of the movement that calls itself the alt-right. But their message is white supremacism, anti-Semitism, anti-immigration, neo-Nazi. America was, until this past generation, a white country designed for ourselves and our posterity. It is our creation. It is our inheritance. And it belongs to us. The crowd gathered this past weekend for the annual conference for Spencer's think tank, the National Policy Institute. Many in the crowd cheering on Spencer's speech with the Nazi salute. The video is so alarming, the National Holocaust Museum in Washington wrote a letter in response warning that, quote, the Holocaust did not begin with killing. It began with words. I think I said that earlier. Comparing Spencer's <laughs> words to Hitler's. <laughs> Today, in a meeting with the New York Times, and, and, Trump oh, oh, said, oh, of pause. course. Pause. All right. Just, just for the record, you, Trump's going to say whatever he's going to say here, okay? But, but you can put words of Trump throughout this whole election campaign. You, you can take him and you can listen to Hitler all through his campaigning, all through his buildup. And you'll hear very similar sentiments. You'll hear very similar statements. Excuse me. And as I've said, oh, that was, did you hear that little rumble back up? That was really weird. Uh, and you'll see that. And, and again, I'm not, I, I've been comparing Hitler and Trump since for two years now. So it's not like this is new. It's not like I'm just hopping on this all of a sudden and just pop back up again. No, no, this is something I've been railing on the entire time, how he was Nazi-esque, how he was Hitler-esque, okay? So I just wanted to make sure we reiterated that. Of course, I disavow and condemn them. But what used to be a small, obscure extremist group operating on the Internet now feels emboldened by Trump's campaign rhetoric, according to Orrin Siegel. They identify with Trump uh, for whatever reason. And they view him as a champion for their cause. And the hiring of Steve Bannon as chief strategist in the Trump White House has only intensified the criticism. While Bannon once reportedly bragged his website Breitbart.com was, quote, the platform for the alt-right, he later told the Wall Street Journal that he has zero tolerance for those anti-Semitic tones. Though Trump said today, quote, if I thought Bannon was a racist or alt-right or any of the things the terms we could use, I wouldn't even think about hiring him. You know, I never even thought of that 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 angle there, that the the uh, anti-Semite angle. Now that 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 kind of brings it up. You know, you got to think about it. That hmm, how would that is? Well, again, I think it's going to be spun to a a Muslim uh, cleansing, shall we say. I hate to use it in that terminology, but that's that's the way they'll present it to us if that's what they decide they're going to do. Muslim cleansing. Just, I'm sure that's how they presented it to the people of Germany, and they said it's going to be a Jewish cleansing. It's okay. Don't worry. Former Breitbart spokesman Kurt Bardella told CNN this will continue to cause problems for Trump. He has said. Breitbart is the, the alt-right platform. These are the people that they have played to, that they have tried to motivate to be the base of Donald Trump's election. And, and it's just going to be more of this. And don't forget, 
the largest party in the 1920s in this United States of America, one of the largest, three largest parties, the Nazi Party. Now, if you want to you wanna support that, that's great. Oh, right, let's go. Okay, I'm almost out of time here. Yes, oh yeah, chocolate. My friend, the Muslims may be the next Jews. That's possible. No, because the Jews got tired of being thrown out of countries and beat up on, and you know they they finally got their little land there, and and uh, now it's time to flip it over to somebody else. I I don't know. It, it, the elite are the elite. You know, when you talk about Zionists, you're not talking about Jews. You're talking about the elite. The elite could be Christian. They could. There's probably Muslim in that elite of the Zionism. So that's what we have to watch out for. You know, I don't really preach about that very often, but I do believe in that. And, and when I say Zionism, I don't mean Jews. It, it's a total separate thing. It, 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 it's it, it's a total different story. But anywho, all right, so I wrote five words down before I opened up the mic tonight. And it was kind of what I was feeling as I was, as I was going through my prep. And I was reading the articles I was going to talk about and and watching some of the videos and, and listening to the music I was playing uh, at the beginning. So I wrote these five words down, and I want you guys to think about these five words. This is what came to my mind before, I, and this is what drove me to do my show tonight. Like I said, I wasn't really planning on doing a show tonight. I had no intention. I just I, I wasn't in the mood. I didn't want to. I just didn't want to do it. It just didn't feel like fun tonight. But you know what? It actually turned out being a lot of fun. I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I was here with you guys. So those five words I wrote down. I'm going to write them. I'm going to read them to you in the order I wrote them in. Anger. Lies. Trust. Truth. And reality. Those are the five words I wrote down before I opened up the mic to do my show tonight. I kind of feel like I touched on every single one of them. I think every single one of those words was addressed, felt, projected, maybe even inseminated. No, I'm just kidding. It's things you got to think about, my friends. The life we're living is, is a very strange, very unusual world right now. As I always say, continue to be a good human being. Remember that we are all the same a little different. Love you guys. Be safe. Peace out. Let's investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense, a weapon in a war against ourselves. The setting sun is loading guns. Don't be afraid of mistakes. Emotions misplaced to love or to hate. I don't know what to do, we're all lost and confused Just trying to get through in this world Always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes But it takes a long time in the dirt to see grace When I'm trying to be real, they tend to be fake When I'm risking it all with no time to waste 
fuck this rat race I'm leaving this place It's time to blast off Destination space With the sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided through the beautiful The silent with the light show From a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the unknown Please don't go Here or how I'm getting home But right from day one I've been in this alone With arms stacked against stopping been drowning in stress They said, can you take more? I said, give me what's left An old man once told me Allie, don't ever look back Keep your eyes on that prize And give them hell to your death This is a test Just a frequency check For intelligent life it's time to connect It's an SOS The death's been sent So now we just wait And hope for the best With the sunset hung behind us In the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful asylum With the light show from a passing UFO
Life Fall. 